Two down in the ninth. Bumgarner thrown. Robinson waits. Here comes the pitch. High drive. for Ken Griffey Jr. I don't believe what I just saw. Marion grabbed behind the back, flipped the second, on the first, a double play. Incredible. Swing and drive. Dalton right. Welcome to the show. Are you ready to talk baseball? Well, step up to the plate. You're listening to Passion for the Pastime. And here's your host, Walter. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Hope everybody is doing well, staying safe, and being healthy. And just full disclosure, I want to let everybody know before we get into it, this is going to be a different podcast. I know we normally sit here and we and we talk sports and everything like that, and we separate from the normal everyday situations that are going on, but I feel like it is my duty It is my job as a human being and given the platform that I have to talk about what is going on in the world today. And I know that for a lot of you, it may rub you the wrong way. It may uh, make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. And that's okay. That's okay. I, I, I totally understand that. But please, I do urge you to just listen to the message. Just listen to what I have to say, right? Because if we're gonna get by anything that's going on in the world today we need to be willing to listen to others even if we have different viewpoints right that's that's part of communicating not everyone has the same viewpoint as you and we need to be okay with that you need to be fine with knowing that no one is ever going everyone isn't ever going to be on the same side of you but you need to be willing to listen to that other side or we will never progress as a society. So that is what this podcast is going to be about. There's been a lot going on in the world, and I know that a lot of you may feel, well, just stick to sports. Well, we'll have sports at the end of the podcast. We'll have a little bit of that. We'll talk about uh, what's going on with the proposal with MLB as far as the games go. Are we going to get baseball this year? But as far as I'm concerned, all of that is secondary. We have to come together as a people. And that is what I'm going to attempt to do today. I'm going to talk and shed a little bit of light of what's going on. Obviously, if you don't know, there's been police brutality for years on years. It's not just a recent thing. Harming people of color. Black people. That is who is affected by all of this. And in recent events, the most notable would be George Floyd, which if you haven't seen the video, it's very disturbing. I'd have to say the least. I watched it and I got sick to my stomach. It, It was disgusting to see what was being allowed to happen. An officer put his neck into an unarmed black man for no reason. He was already detained. He was already under arrest. For what? What are you doing? Then we've been having all these protesters, all the protesting going around 
around the world. It's been in Europe lately, but around the country for sure. I think that there's been, every state has reported at least one protest. This is a movement. This is what is happening in 2020. And I just don't understand what is so hard to get by it. What is so hard to understand? And we'll talk about it. Pete Alonzo had a beautiful response to some people that don't view the side that a lot of us need people to understand. But before we get to that, we had a lot of protesting going on. We had a big movement on social media. If you follow my account on Instagram, you know, the black square, that's not enough for us to move forward. But it is a start. It it shows solidarity. But it's not just enough for you to go out there and post a black square. You need to be open, listen. And with those communications, with the thought process, we need to move into action, right? Put those words into motion. Because if you just post a black square just to post it, just to be part of the social media hype, well, then you're not really behind the cause. And a lot of players around MLB, heroes to most, people that kids, that you want your kids to look up to, a lot of adults that really admire these people, they're, they're the guys that you watch day in and day out every day. And they care about it. So this is a big movement that we all need to get behind. And if it makes you uncomfortable, I understand. I, too, wouldn't say that I was uncomfortable. But I would always, I wouldn't necessarily put my business out there. I wouldn't necessarily throw my views out there. And this is me being completely vulnerable to everyone listening to this. Because I've gotten to the point where a lot of people have. That silence isn't going to get you anywhere. And that is why I am choosing to voice my opinions. But with all the players... They're in a tough spot, too, because it's a very touchy topic. And you're either on one side or the other, which is unfortunate because we're talking about lives here. There shouldn't be a one side or the other. But unfortunately, there is. That's life. The most we can do is to persuade and open the mind of those who oppose. That's the best that we can do. And move forward together as a unit. Because doing it separated, will it happen? It, it could possibly happen that way, but it's, it's going to be a much tougher road if it's that way. But when you look at the players, like I said, you, you take your kids to the ballpark. You yourself go to the ballpark to see these players play. And 
If you have kids, you tell your kid, you be like that person. They're admirable. And with them taking a stand, I hope that it would open the minds to a lot of those that may be on the fence. Because when you look at these players, Mookie Betts, he participated. Jock Peterson, most of the Los Angeles Dodgers, a lot of teams, a lot of players, team organizations participated, a lot of players, Mookie Betts, Jock Peterson, Cody Bellinger, Mac Muncie, Clayton Kershaw, to name a few, David Price as well, as we talked about him on the last podcast. Brandon Crawford, Hunter Pence, Mauricio Dubon, Giancarlo Stanton, Mike Trout. Big names in the game that need to speak out on this issue. Now, they showed their solidarity with the black community. Much like I did, much like many of people that listen to this podcast do. But I'll tell you, I've gotten responses as well. Saying, stick to sports, keep the politics out of it. It's not that easy. This isn't politics. And I won't stick to sports. It's much bigger than that. This is a human rights issue. It's not political. That's what I'll have to say to those that oppose that side. And I'm cordial about it. I understand where you're coming from. But you also have to be willing to hear my side. Among those players, Pete Alonzo, he came out and he had the most perfect response to All Lives Matter, right? Because he goes out there, he participates in Blackout Tuesday, which is going on all over the place. Athletes in all different locations, different sports, different walks of life, they were participating in this. And so did Pete Alonzo, which I respect. Which, when you look at him, looks like a person of privilege. That's where we need to get to. The people who aren't affected by this. Once they start caring, we can move forward. So Pete Alonzo... Much respect to Pete Alonso. So he goes out and he participates in Blackout Tuesday. And it all started with a comment on his Blackout Tuesday post that said, and it read, All Lives Matter, which has always been the counterpart to Black Lives Matter. Alonso responded and he said, Get out of here with that ignorance. Of course, everybody's life matters. But we're focusing on the widespread racism in our country right now. The question is, and this is what I liked, the question is, why does the Black Lives Matter movement bother you enough to have to say all lives matter? Because honestly, that's, that's the end of the quote, because honestly, if you're saying all lives matter, to oppose Black Lives Matter, then are you really saying that Black Lives Matter? Think about that. If all lives matter 
why is it an opposition to Black Lives Matter? That's a thought. And that's what Peter Alonzo goes on to say. And he further says, later throughout the day, I have a voice, and I will not remain silent. My heart has been broken over the murder of George Floyd. I will never know what it feels like to be discriminated against because of the color of my skin. To anyone who faces this type of discrimination, I will fight for you and be an ally. I will always stand with you. There needs to be justice and change made for the better of humanity. Let words be our sword and unity be our armor. Take care of each other. And that's Pete Alonzo. And that is a message that I will pass on to everyone to follow those words. Person of privilege that he himself says he does not know what, it's, what it feels like to be discriminated against. But he understands. And he stands with us. And that is huge. Because, like I said, the moment that people who aren't affected by it start caring, that's where we can move forward. I myself, I am not black. I am of darker skin. I am a person of color. But I am not black. But I support Black Lives Matter because I understand what it means. It means that the injustices done are wrong to black people. It is wrong. And I won't make this about myself because even myself, I will admit, I too have privilege because of the way that I look, the color of my skin, I am in a more privileged position than some of my friends, colleagues, who are black, males in America. I don't get the looks that they get. I don't get the treatment that they get. And enough is enough. That's what I'll say on that matter. So let's all unite as a people. Those of you that say all lives matter will prove it. Because black lives should be included in your all. That's all I have to say. Baseball took a little bit longer to respond to everything that was going on. They waited until a couple of days after. Everything got heated, all the protests. Don't know if they were the last sporting event, sporting uh, league to comment on the matter. 
But it sure felt like it took a, a long while. But they did make a comment, and they read as follows on, on Instagram. We offer our condolences to the family of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and all the families that have lost loved ones due to senseless killings and injustice. To be clear, our game has zero tolerance for racism and racial injustice. The reality that black community lives in fear or anxiety over racial discrimination, prejudice, or violence is unacceptable. Addressing this issue requires action both within our sport and society. MLB is committed to engaging our communities to invoke change. We will take the necessary time, effort, and collaboration to address symptoms of systemic racism, prejudice, and injustice, but will be equally as focused on the root of the problem. That's the statement by MLB. Now, they took a little while to write that, which it doesn't matter when you join the fight, as long as you join the fight. But my, my thing with MLB is over the past couple of years, we've had instances where racial, homophobic tweets have come up. And we've talked about them on this, on this same very podcast. Josh Hader, Sean Newcomb, Trey Turner, to name a few. And that's in recent history. So for this statement, I understand they're trying to move forward. But you can't conduct yourself like you have over the last couple of years where those actions, those comments went unaddressed. What, a game? Two-game suspension? Come on. That's not, that's not how you handle it. But like I said, they're jumping in the fight. Could be a PR move. I don't know. But it doesn't matter when you jump into the fight. Because now they put out that statement, move forward. Now we watch if they're men of their word, men of their statement. Because it's one thing to say it. It's one thing to be there when tensions are high, when you're needed most. I get that. But for change to happen and for things to move forward, it's not just something that happens overnight. It's not, it's not a one-day thing. It's not a square that you post on your Instagram page. It's not even a week thing. It's not a month. It's not a year. It's a lifetime battle. And for those who have privilege, it's up to us to stay to our words and to keep the fight going. Because we have the privilege of shutting off the fight when we want to. The black community doesn't have that. That is a fight that they have to fight from the moment they're born to the moment they're gone. So let's keep it going. This is a movement. 
We're living out history. But we all need to participate in it. Or change won't happen. Now, I want to thank everyone for listening to that segment. If you stuck it out for this long, I thank you. Because you are now becoming a part of the solution. Because you are listening. And that's the first step. Listen. Accept. Voice your opinion. But be respectful. And then take action. Be educated. That's what we all have to do. So I thank you for listening to that portion of this podcast. Because it means a lot to me. And I wouldn't do myself, I wouldn't do this podcast justice if I didn't speak on this topic. So I thank you for listening. Now let's get into baseball really quick. And then we'll end the podcast. An update on games going on. Because I don't know about you guys. But I could really use a baseball game right now. <laughs> Something to watch. Because tensions are high. You, you need community. You need to be together. That togetherness that baseball brings. We, I feel like we all need that as a country. For sports to get back. Even if it's not baseball. If it's basketball. Basketball is coming back at some point. Getting closer to that. Football. That we're a couple. We're a ways off from there. But I feel like we all need togetherness. I mean, we all join together for the love of the sport, for the love of your team, for the hatred of another team. So I feel like we need that. And I hope that we get closer to where we are right now and as the proposals go. Because MLB earlier in the week, this past weekend, they put out a 50 to 60 game proposal to the Players Association, pro, full prorated salaries, but they're playing less games so they get less money. MLB, the Players Association, they countered that and they went to the 114 game proposal where obviously they'd get more money. That was agreed upon in the 82 games. It's a negotiation tactic, but they're so far away. They, they originally agreed to the 82 games. And then we went off track and we went to the revenue sharing and the, and the salary, um, you know, pay scale. Then now we're coming to games full prorated salaries, which was already agreed upon with 82 games. But MLB comes way under. Major League Base or the Players Association goes way over. And I I feel that we'll get back to around the 70 game mark. But if it is 50 games, how do you feel about those 50 games to be played? Will it be fun for you? Will it be enough for you? In my last podcast, I kind of talked about it and I was just like, well, the legitimacy of the game, it wouldn't be felt with a 50-game season. Because that's that's not even half. That's not even half the, the season there. 
You're not even have All Star break yet. So 50 games. That's uh, that's a li- that's a little bit short for me. But honestly, will it be fun? Sure, it'll be fun. I I just need the sport back. <laughs> I think a lot of us do. Like I said, baseball it it just unifies a lot of people. If you're not a fan of baseball, you'll probably watch it if it's something to be on. But I feel like we just we need this. So with the proposal being thrown out of the 114 by the owners, now we go back to negotiations. We'll see what Players Association counters with. If they drop it down, maybe do 100. And they'll say, yeah, maybe not that. Then they'll go down to 90. Yeah, maybe not that. Then they'll say, oh, well, what about 82? Sure, let's do the 82 that we agreed upon. (laughs) Maybe that's what happens. But we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But they are negotiating. We're coming into crunch time. So we'll see. But I I desperately, I feel like a lot of the country desperately needs baseball here. Not to be a distraction, but to unify us. Because sports, yes, it is a distraction to many to keep us away from all the problems that are going on. But during this time, it's no time to find a distraction. Because if sports takes away from your humanity, well, then you probably took it too far. So we'll see what happens with baseball if it comes back at all this year. I'm really hoping it does. 114 is off the table. Maybe they come back with 100. I'm thinking we'll probably settle around 70, which I'm fine with. Even if it's 50 games, I'll be fine with it. But how do you guys feel about that, the 50 games, and everything else that I said prior to talking about baseball? Go ahead and reach out to me. Talk to me. Open up the conversation because that's why I do it. That's why I'm here. That's why you're listening. So thank you again for listening to the podcast. Hope you guys had a good one. Be safe out there. Stay healthy. And I'll talk to you next time.